0: Praise God. We're going to turn our Bibles to Genesis chapter 31. The Lord just gave the word. We're going to see what God has for us this afternoon. Genesis chapter 31. Genesis chapter 31. And we're going to read from verse 1 on verse. Genesis chapter 31 from verse 1 on verse. Now Jacob heard the word of Laban's son saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's, and from what was our father's, he has acquired all his wealth. And Jacob saw the countenance of Laban, and indeed it was not favorable toward him as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your family, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field, to his flock, and said to them, I see your father's countenance that it is not favorable toward me as before but the God of my father has been with me and you know that with all my might I have served your father yet your father has deceived me and changed my wages ten times but God did not allow him to hurt me if he said thus the seckles the shall be your wages then all the flock bore feckles and if he said thus the streaks shall be your wages, and all the flocks bore streaks. So God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. And it happened at the, at the time when the flocks conceived that I lifted my eyes and saw in a dream. And behold, the rams which sleep upon the flocks were streaks, speckles, and great fathers. Then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift your eyes now, and see, all the rams which leap on the flock are streaked, speckled, and great parted For I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar, and where you made a vow to me. Now arise, get out of this land, and return to the land of your family. Then Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, Is there still any portion or inheritance for us in our father's house? Are we not considered strangers by him? For he has sold us and also completely consumed our money. For all these riches which God has taken from our father are really ours and our children's. Now then, whatever God has said to do, said to you, do it. I want to stop right here. The phrase that the Lord spoke to me and gave to me was I've seen all that Laban has done to you. I've seen all that Laban has done to you. What did Laban do? When you look at Genesis chapter 31, you see Laban was Jacob's father-in-law. And what happened to Jacob's father-in-law? Jacob as we know in the Bible, he deceived his brother and he had to flee from his father's house because his mother said, your brother is going to kill you, so go, go from here and go to my brother's house over there, to Laban's house and you'll be safe. and when your brother's anger is subsided, at that time you come back and that was... plan that was rebecca jacob's mom's plan see anytime we go outside the plan of god we face the consequence of our own actions it's not the plan of god it's us going outside the plan of god and there's a detour when the detour happens and we ask god for forgiveness and we say, God forgive us and God I want to come back, Lord help me, then God gives another plan, so the original plan of God is left, because it was messed up, then God gives another plan, there's a detour there, and then where Jacob goes to Laban's place, and after he went to Laban's place, God made him face his sin, we see that, he met a deceiver greater than himself. And where he was deceived many times. And this is where we see here that God led Jacob through a period of repentance while he was in Laban's place. He had to face his sin. Every time he faced his sin, it was like, Oh God, this is what I did to my brother. And look at me, what I'm facing. Forgive me, Lord. I wish I never did that. Because God said he was going to bless me anyway. When God said he was going to bless me, if I would have just given matters into God's hands, then God would have done great and mighty things. But I went and I entered with what God was going to do and I took matters into my own hands like how my mother said, Rebecca, and I listened to her and I went and I put Esau's clothing and I got whatever my mom put on my stuff and I went before my father and I deceived my father as a result of that, now not only did the blessing that I got from my father is not really working, now I'm actually facing what? The consequences of my actions so he instead of the blessing that Isaac blessed him with what is happening he's actually facing the consequences of his actions see whatever blessing that has been pronounced upon someone they have to be worthy in order for the blessing to take effect they have to be in line with God in order for the blessing to take effect it's not going to automatically take effect so the blessing that Isaac blessed Jacob with, thinking that it was Esau, at that point didn't really land on him because he obtained it in the wrong way. So now he runs from his father's household to his uncle's place and he's in Laban's house and there he goes and he works so hard and he gets deceived by his father-in-law, he worked for the girl that he loved and he ended up getting somebody else and then he had to work another 7 more years and then all these things happened and then it didn't stop he cheated him with his flock also, he said okay I'm going to give you something and he tried to cheat him and this is where, because Jacob repented and he turned to God God is actually now working with him and while he was running towards Laban's place, God comes and speaks to Laban. God comes and speaks to Jacob and he says, Jacob, I will be your God. And you know what Jacob says? Well, if you give me clothing and if you give me the basic stuff, and then if I'm able to come back, then you shall be my God. Who is this talking? This is the grandson of the father of Satan. He's asking for what? Basic stuff and saying, then you shall be my God. Whether God gives anything or not, God is my God. That's how Jacob should have been. But Jacob was going after the material things. He was going after what he can see. You know what God said? Done. I'll work with you. Let's go. He took him to Laban's house. And when he went to Laban's house, there. God, now he draws another plan. It's not the perfect will of God. It's the next will of God, once there's a detour just like Adam and Eve when they failed in the garden of Eden now the plan changed from them being in the garden, now the plan was outside the garden, and then God brings a salvation plan Now we have to understand this when Jacob went to Laban's house, whatever Jacob was doing there, the hand of God was there upon Jacob to make him face his sin, this is the love of God when God makes us face our sin, it is because He loves us. Because He wants us to see where we went wrong and to get right with God. Once we get right with God, the blessings of God begin to flow. So when this happens here, where Jacob reconciles with God, God begins to work with him. And this is where we see chapter 31 of Genesis, Genesis 31 here where Jacob is talking to his wife and he's saying, now Jacob heard the words of Laban's son saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's and from what our father's he has acquired all his wealth. There's a promise that God is giving to us. When we follow God faithfully, God says, God will give you more than you can ask or imagine. God will give you the wealth of the heathen to you. God will give you what you don't have into your hands so that you can prosper. This is God's word. What did God do to Jacob when Jacob didn't have anything? He came with nothing to Laban. Now God is multiplying Jacob. You know why? Jacob repented and he turned to God. When Jacob repented and he turned to God, when he reconciled with God, when he repented and turned to his God, the God of his grandfather and the God of his father Isaac, God begins to do great things with him. So let's see what happens, you look at the opposition that Jacob faced and how Jacob was prospering in the midst of his opposition, in the midst of his adversity. Now let's see here, Jacob prospered so much that Laban's son, his brothers-in-law, his they're coming and they're saying to his father-in-law, this fellow that came with nothing, all of a sudden he has taken all our wealth. Did he really take it? No. This time, it's not by deception. This time, God's hand was for Jacob. And God was genuinely multiplying him. God was genuinely prospering him. This is the word from God. When God decides to prosper someone, no force can stop it. No Laban can stop it. No demon can stop it. No Laban's sons can stop it. No one can stop it. As God spoke to us during worship, Balaam who tried to go and curse God's people was not able to. When God pronounces a blessing on his people, no one can reverse it. No one can come and stop it. The only thing that we need to make sure is that we are walking right with God. When we repent and return to God, God says, look, whatever is gone is gone. But I'm going to give you new things. I'm going to restore you, restore to you things that were taken away, but in a different way, in a different way. So, Jacob didn't get everything that was in his father's house, no, but he's getting what was in Laban's house. In a different way, God is blessing him now. The original blessing was gone, but he's getting the next one, there's an increase that is coming. And you call this the grace of God that comes to all those who repent. Whatever was lost, God says, I'm going to redeem it in a different way. So, Jacob. When he multiplied and he became really rich, his brothers-in-law, they're looking at him, they're saying that, we can't stand it. How did this guy get all of these things? He has taken everything that belonged to our father. So Jacob is saying this. Jacob saw the countenance of Laban was not favorable towards him as this was. So God had given him a measure of favor with Laban in spite of Laban deceiving Jacob. But now even that favor was gone. There's a change that is taking place. Laban's face changes and Laban said, I am not favorable towards you. When someone is not favorable, then they're going to become tough. When Jacob saw that this was happening, you see, God interfering or God intervening in this circumstance. You know what a good God we have? He is our God who sees everything. When He sees us suffering, when He sees us suffering, when He sees us go through suffering, we may think like, Oh Lord, I'm alone, I'm going through this. Oh no, no, no. God is seeing. God is seeing. God is seeing. God is seeing. And He comes and He talks to us. He's our God who talks to us. And we see here, when Jacob saw Laban's face change, guess who saw Laban's face change to? God. God saw Laban's face change, God saw Jacob's father-in-law change, his face changed towards him. God said, oh, you're not favorable towards Jacob, now let me go and tell Jacob something. Now then, the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers, to your family, and I will be with you. So God said, the time that you have been here is over. I've blessed you here Jacob, it's over, now you get up and go to your father's house. There's a time where God moves Jacob now. He has blessed him. Now he says, it's time for you to go. And this is where we want to read a few more verses here as to what God has for us. God blessed Jacob. It's the hand of God that blessed. After he realized what he did, how he tried to obtain blessing by deceiving. Can we ever get blessed by deception? No. It will become a curse. But when the repentance takes place, God comes and He says, I'm going to bless you, here, where you are, now, what you've lost is lost, but there's a new beginning, there's a fresh start, where God says, I'm going to overload you with my benefits, this is who our God is. So, let's read verse 4 onwards, so Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to the field, to his flock and said to them I see a father's countenance that is not favorable towards me as before but the God of my father has been with me God has been with me this is very important no matter whose face changes no matter who gets mad at us no matter who is not favorable towards us if we have God on our side we will prosper all the time if we have God on our side we will prosper all the time and we see here in verse 6 onwards, let's just go down a little more. And you know that with all my might I have served your father. So we see here, Jacob is no more deceiving like how he deceived in his father's house. He's over here, faithfully serving. You see a change in Jacob's life. How Jacob, a deceiver once upon a time, is no longer a deceiver. He's a hard-working man. He's no more trying to get blessings and wealth and riches by crooked means. But now he's working hard and he's doing the right thing before God. He's repented and he's earning wealth using his hands and he's working hard and getting it the right way. Doing things God's way is very important. When we repent, it's important for us to do everything God's way. When we do it God's way, then God will bless us immeasurably, immeasurably, more than we can ask or imagine. Now what happens here? Let's see verse 7. Yet your father has deceived me and changed my way just ten times, but God did not allow him to hurt me. Very important here. What did... Laban do to Jacob Laban changed Jacob's wages 10 times, I mean, he said I'm going to give you this and then he will change it, okay you know, I actually didn't tell you that and you know some of the excuses he gave them less than what he said and 10 times he changed his wages, he cheated him 10 times, now so, Jacob is actually facing his own deception here but because he repented even though he was facing the consequence, God was with him what a loving God we have God was with Jacob. Even though Laban deceived him ten times, God did not allow that to touch him. This is important for us to notice. God didn't stop Laban from deceiving Jacob. God didn't stop Laban from changing his wages ten times, but in the midst of that, God is prospering Laban. Prospering Jacob, sorry. God was prospering, Jacob, in the midst of the opposition he was facing with Laban. See, he is facing the consequence of his deception. At the same time, he's repented. So the consequence is there, but God is forgiven. So in the midst of facing the consequence, what is happening? There is a blessing of God that is coming. Because he is doing it God's way. Now, we as God's people must understand. When we go through trials, whether it's trials or it's a consequence as the result of disobedience, but now you've repented and you're doing it God's way, whatever you face, you have to face it gracefully and you have to do it God's way. In the midst of that, God will prosper you. God will flourish you. God will flourish you. See, whatever happened over here, Jacob didn't allow that to pull him down because he knows, I have... Settle this with God. I have thoroughly repented. He wasn't sitting every time. Oh my God! I can't believe I did this. Now because of this, I'm going through this. So there's no way out for me, and I'm never going to prosper. And this guy's always going to cheat me, and I'm stuck with him because he's my father-in-law. And he just doesn't go into depression and 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 distress and say that well I can't live a life and I can't have kids and I can you know enjoy the life that God has given and I'm going to be miserable and make everybody's life miserable. No. That's not how Jacob was. Jacob did something, and Jacob faced his consequence. And as he faced his consequence, he repented. When he repented, he did continue facing his consequence, but he was no more in sin. And because of that, even though he was facing his consequence, by Laban changing his way to spend time, God was with him. Because his ways have become pleasing to God. We have to understand that our God is the God of justice. Our God is the God of justice. Sometimes we may have to face the consequences of our sins. Sometimes we may have to face the consequences of our actions. As we face it, when we are walking with God and we have repented, we need to know that, okay, there's a result of this. I'm going to do it God's way and receive God's blessing through it and get past it. It's very important. As opposed to thinking that, oh I did it, that's why I'm going through, I did it I'm going through, then you're going to miss God in the process. You should not miss God in the process. Laban went through what he went through with Jacob, and Jacob went through what he went through with Laban, but there's a difference between both them. Laban didn't have God, Jacob had God. And Jacob who had God, who had repented he said, though I'm facing the consequence I'm going to face this consequence with God David did that, when David sinned against God, he said, Lord I'll fall into your hands, and he took the punishment that came from God, he took the consequence that came from God, he received it, and he said, I'm going to do it right God, and he walked through it with God by his side this is how we must be not let the enemy drown you in your consequences consequences will be there if I don't Say that to you then I'll be lying to you from here whatever we sow, we will reap when we saw evil we will reap according to what we sow certain things you cannot pull once you did it but through it if you're faithful to God and if you repent and you face God and say God I will go through this but just help me and you do it God's way God will bring you out of it victoriously prosperously God will bless you more than you can ask or imagine So when this father-in-law tried deceiving Jacob and he changed his wages ten times, God did not allow that to affect him. God allowed him to change the wages, but did not allow that to affect him. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. When we have God by our side, no matter what we go through, God won't allow that to affect us no matter who does what, if God is by your side, He will not allow that to affect you. Even though the very thing may happen, He will not allow that to affect you. A thousand may fall at your side, a ten thousand your right hand side, but it will not come near you. This is the promise that God is giving to you. Hold on to this promise. I'm going to take you through a few more verses before we finish for this afternoon. Let's read verse 8. If He said thus, the feckled shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore speckles. And if you said that, the streets shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore streets. So God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. What did God do? When Laban said, okay, All the speckles are going to be yours. Because Laban thought he's only going to get a little bit of speckles and he's going to have all the streaks. And so when he said, Okay, between your sheep, all the speckles will be yours. Then God intervened. And what did God do? He made all the babies come out with speckles. So all those belong to Jacob. So he said, okay, this is not good. And so he said, let all the streaks be yours. Because he thought next time everything will be speckled. And when he looked at it, the next time God said, you will have all streaks. And then all the babies that came out, they all had streaks. And Laban said, what is this? Because God was over even the birth of his little baby lamb. God is speaking to our heart today. If God wants to bless, no one can stop it. If God wants to bless you, no one can stop it. So stop looking at people. Stop looking at the, oh, oh Laban said that, I'm only going to get speckles oh last time only few speckles came, oh God I'm getting only few speckles, Lord somehow change Laban's heart, you know how many people's prayers are like that, Lord change Laban's heart, Lord change Laban's heart, and Laban should come by tomorrow morning and tell me all oh, the tricks are yours, and they'll be waiting and when I believe God will do this, I believe God will do this, you know why, because they're praying according to their will. And then the next morning, Laban didn't come, and the next day, Laban didn't come. And what happens? They get all shattered and they get upset. Something is wrong with me because God didn't hear my prayers. What happened? Oops. Something is wrong with me. God didn't hear my prayers because Laban didn't come and tell me that all the streaks are yours. Where are our eyes at that point? Is it upon God or upon Laban? It's upon Laban. What kind of prayers are we praying? We're praying prayers according to our heart. Jacob didn't any of those things. He didn't need Laban to come and say, take the streaks or take the speckles based on what was going to come. No, Laban is not God. When Laban said, you're going to have speckles, God said, more speckles and that it." Our eyes should be upon God. Not upon our managers, not upon our boss, not upon our parents, not upon our spouse, not upon our neighbors, not upon our landlords and whatever lords in this world there are. Our eyes should be upon God Almighty. He is the one who can change things. He can open doors that no one can open and close doors that no man can close. What He wants to do, no one can stop what He stops. No one can push open. God is speaking to hearts today. we need to keep our eyes on God, not on our circumstances. Don't look at man. And don't pray your prayers based on what you think should happen. Say, Lord, I'm going to ask you. If Laban doesn't come and say, you take the streaks and you know, okay, God is going to do a miracle some other way. That's it. Thank Him. Thank Him that He's with you. Thank Him that He's not going to let you down. Don't go by what you see. And don't go by prayers that are led by yourself and then get disappointed when you don't hear God answer them. Because He will surpass your request. Well, didn't He say that He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or imagine? If He's going to exceed everything about all that you ask or imagine, then it's not going to come the way you're asking. It has to come some other way. We have a big God. We have a big God. We have a big God. So let's read a few more verses. So what happened here? Verse 9. So God has taken away the livestock of charge of your father and has given them to me. Who gave the livestock of Laban? God. Who puts food on our table? God. God. Who keeps our job? God. Who gives our help? God. Everything comes from God. It's so important to keep our eyes on God. God gave the lifestyle of Laban to Jacob. God can give somebody else's job posting to you. God can create something else that is not there. God can give somebody else's stuff to you. God can give you whatever He wants to give. No matter who tries to cheat you, God can take the wealth. From the very guy who's trying to teach you and give it right to you. This is who our God is. We should not look at our circumstances. I will never look at the winds and the stormy clouds. I will never look at the waves and their roaring sounds. I will never look at the waters around me because I will never take my eyes off you Jesus. Hallelujah. No matter what happens, I will never take my eyes off you Jesus because my contract is with Him, He is my provider, He is my Father, if something goes wrong we tell Him and He takes care of us, how He does it is His job, not our job, how God turns our morning into dancing is His business, not ours, we're not in the planning committee of God, how many of you know that? Yes, we're not in the planning committee of God. We go and tell God, Lord, do this. And God says, I'll take care of it. That's it. We just go. And he takes care of faith. Thank God we're not in the planning committee. Thank God. Oh, my Lord. Thank God. God is so good. He said, I'm not going to give you a burden that you cannot bear. He bears it. He does it all for us. God was with Jacob. God will be with you. In this month of October, God will be with you to turn your loss into gain. To turn your loss into gain. There's a prophecy that God is giving in this hour. October will be a month where God will reverse. That's a reversal. That is a reversal God will do. He will turn your loss into gain. Even if it is as a result of some kind of consequence you're going through that loss. God says he will turn your loss into gain. If you choose to repent with all your heart and faith. God, I will do it your way this time. I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to walk with you. And I'm going to look to you and to you alone. Hallelujah. And it happened at the time when the flocks conceived that I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream, behold the rams which leaped upon the flocks were streaks, speckled, and grey spotted. Then the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I said, Here I am, and he said, Lift your eyes now and see all the rams which leap on the flocks are streaks speckled and grace spotted. for I have seen all that Levin is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the pillar and where you made a vow to me. Very important here. Who is actually showing him what needs to be done? God. God will give us plans, ideas. It's just how to get what he wants us to get. If our eyes are on him only and what did God say? I saw all that Laban is done to you. I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. Whatever, whoever is doing to you, God says, I see it all. I see it all. I see it all. God is watching us, day and night God is watching over us and the Lord says, I'm seeing, I'm seeing your suffering, I'm seeing who's cheating you, I'm seeing who's talking bad about you, I'm seeing what people are doing, but you know what what Jacob, I'm seeing you too, I see what Laban did to you, and in the process I see you too, I see how you handled it, I see how faithful you were to me, I see how you were not like that Jacob who was in your father's house, you are different Jacob. Therefore, I have left you. Therefore, I'm showing you my plan. The change to be different, to be the way that God wants us to be, is important. When we do it God's way, God will do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or imagine.
1: I've seen all
0: that Laban is doing to you. God says here, yes, I am the God of that. So, where you anointed the pillar and where you made a bow to me, now arise, get out of this land, and return to the land of your family. What is God saying here? Remember, Jacob, when you came with nothing, when you just came with the clothes on your back, when you came with nothing, you remember you prayed your prayer here, and you anointed here the pillar, and you made a promise to me, and you spoke to me about something. Remember, He's saying I'm that God. When you prayed that prayer, I heard that prayer. When you pray. And when you pray to God and say, God, help me in my need, I'm crying out to you. God hears that. He's a covenant-keeping God. When you tell God, Lord, if you do this to me, I will do this to you. I will do this for you. Make sure you keep it. Make sure you keep it. Make sure you keep your vow to God because He keeps His to you. God is faithful. Jacob did what he told to God. And God said, it's time for you. Because you proved yourself to be faithful, I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back. I'm going to restore to you all that the locusts of Eden. You know how God took Jacob back? God took Jacob in a way that surpassed Esau. His blessings were not from the blessing that came from Isaac. Jacob deceived Isaac because he wanted his father's blessing. and Instead, he inherited a curse where he could not be with his mother. He could not be with his father. He had to leave. But now he's coming with the blessing of his heavenly father. The blessing that will last forever. The blessing that turned him into Israel. That'll happen soon. But before that, before he started this journey, God comes and he speaks to him. Jacob, your life has changed. Your life has changed. God is asking you this question. Is your life changing? How has it changed? Is God with you? If God is with you, no one can be against you. They can try different things. They can plan different things. Do you know what? He will not let that hurt you. He will not let that hurt you. God will not let that hurt you. You are so special to Him. He will let nothing hurt you. He will let nothing hurt you. The very same way He protected Jacob. From Laban's schemes. He did not let Laban's schemes hurt Jacob. God will protect you. God will protect you from everything that is around you. That is trying to hurt you. God will protect you. Not only that. God will cause you to thrive. God will cause you to prosper. God will cause you to exceedingly last strong. To the point that your enemies will say. What happened? We tried to squash him. And he became bigger than us. This is the promise God is giving to us. When your ways please God, when your ways please God, He'll make your enemies to be at peace with you. When your ways please God, He'll cause you to exceedingly wax stronger than your enemies. When your ways please God, He'll make you bigger than your foes. When your ways please God, God will multiply you. Immeasurably, when your ways please God, those around you will say, "What happened? This little fellow? How did he become big, or how did she become big?" God is speaking to our hearts today, and October is a good month for God's people. This is a good month. God is going to bless you. God is going to bless you in a way that you've never imagined. Provided. You say, God, I'm going to put away everything that is deceptive. I'm going to put away everything that is not of you. I'm going to put away my old Jacob's nature. I'm going to take upon the nature of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to follow you, Lord. I'm going to do it God's way. Shall we all stand up together? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I've seen all that Laban has done to you and is doing to you. And not let that touch you i've seen that i've seen laven and i've seen you too during this time how you were god says i will bless you i'll multiply you hallelujah no one can touch you no matter what they do it's not going to put a dent on you god is speaking to a heart to desire thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. He sees all your brokenness. He sees all your sorrows, And He sees all that you've done. And God says, I'm here to restore. I'm here to redeem. I'm here to build you up. Hallelujah. The enemy wants to break you down, but God says, I'm not going to let anything and anyone break you down. Hallelujah. I will not let Laban's scheme touch you. I've seen all that Laban has done. And seeing that, I am determined to prosper you, says the Lord Most High. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus thank you Jesus, hallelujah, give yourself over to the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, at this hour tell the Lord, Lord I give my all to you, I give my all to you, no more living my life the old way, no more living my life the old way, Lord I want to live it your way, hallelujah, I'm going to be like Jacob, I'm going to say, I'm going to change, I'm going to change myself to what God wants me to be, so that God can be with me, hallelujah, the God who came and appeared to me in Bexar, I want him to be with me, Hallelujah. I want to be with me. I want him to restore me. I want him to take me back. Hallelujah to the place of prosperity. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. thank you Jesus, Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you Jesus, Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus, Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus, Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus, hallelujah, praise you. And because He lives, I can face tomorrow, because He lives, all my fear is gone, because I know, yes I know, He holds my future. And my life is worth living just because he live. Because you live, I could say to them because he live. Oh, my spirit's gone, because I know, hallelujah, he holds my future, and my life is worth to live in just, because he lives, sing with faith in your heart, hallelujah, because he lives. I can face tomorrow because He lives, Jesus, all the fear is gone. And because I know, yes, I know He holds my future and my life is worth living just. Because you live one more time. Because you live, I can say it tomorrow. Because he live, all oh, my spirit is gone. Because I And my life is worth living just because He lives. Because I know, yes I know, He holds my future. And my life is worth living just because He lives. Because I know Yes, I know He holds my future And my life is worth Living just Because He lives Father, thank you, Lord, for this time Thank you for your word that you've given to your people You're lifting from heaven, oh God Thank you Father, you're so faithful, 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 hallelujah. You are faithful to Jacob, you spoke to Jacob, oh Father, and you fulfilled what you told Jacob, hallelujah. In a righteous way, you made him face his sins, and you, Lord, caused him to repent, and you taught him how to fear you, hallelujah. And you, Lord, were with him, Blood him, Father. As he faces consequences, you are with him, causing him to multiply, hallelujah. Causing him to multiply, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, in the God of restoration. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, in this month of October, dear people, oh, receive the goodness of God in an increasingly abundant measure, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, I pray Holy Spirit, oh that you call them Lord, oh to truly seek you with all their hearts, oh to truly leave every old way of living. To truly follow you, O heavenly Father. All that they may inherit. All the blessings that you have for them, O God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. 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 Father. Hallelujah. Oh, we praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Bless your people. Lord, bless them in this month of October. Lord, may the God of Jacob who blessed Jacob. Who was with him and prospered him. May the very same God of Jacob bless your people in this month of October in the name of Jesus. Lord, may whatever they touch, let it prosper in the name of Jesus. Oh God of Jacob, prosper your people in this month of October in the name of Jesus. And whatever locust is eaten, whatever the enemy has stolen, oh Spirit of the living God, let there be a divine, Lord, restoration with a divine multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. The people around them, may they see, Lord, your glory. May they see the God, Of Jacob, oh, be their God also. Thank you, Father. But each one had a similar testimony as to how Jacob had hallelujah that he was able to share that with Lord his family. Oh, that my God with me, he did not lift me oh be heard by this Laban oh my God was with me and he saw all the Laban days, and he saw me too, hallelujah, and my God prospered me, and my God multiplied me, my God multiplied me, my God multiplied me, hallelujah may this be the testimony of every single person here father those who are seated here, and those who are online father, oh I pray oh that you has every single person in the name of Jesus, that they too may have Jacob's testimony in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth hallelujah with this blessing I bless somewhere. and I thank you for doing this in Jesus name I pray amen amen may the Lord bless us and keep us may the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us may the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit, rest and remain with us all. Now, and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. get okay, Jesus.